everyone, Jack Purdy here. Uh, before we go into this episode, I just wanted to do a little bit of an introduction and some programming reminders. Uh, this episode is with Lodemai Lotson, who was part of the Georgia Tech women's basketball team uh, up until 2022. She was part of those 20. She was part of the 2020 team that made the Sweet 16 and the 2021 team that qualified for the NCAA tournament. Uh, one of the one of the rare times where the women's basketball team has qualified for back-to-back NCAA tournaments uh, in the first time under Nell Fortner. She was a friend of mine at school. Uh, we had some classes together, had the same major, uh, and it was just about time that we caught up, and so we decided to put it on tape because uh, we haven't had many uh, post-tech interviews here, at least since I've been here, so we wanted to use that as a chance to do that and just give you a view into what life is like as a basketball player in Europe. Uh, alongside with that, just some programming reminders along for everything in the From the Rumble Seat world. Uh, we will have articles, of course, on football every week. Uh, in terms of three, th- we have some three thoughts articles, we have recap, we have threads, we got everything going on. Um, I know on Saturday, I will not, I usually run the Twitter for our games, but I will be at the Atlanta United match carrying the Golden Spike. Uh, so I will not be able to do that this coming Saturday. So we'll let you know somehow how our coverage will be. Um, my volleyball coverage will continue, of course, throughout the season on Sunday when we play North Carolina State. Uh, and then we'll just, you know, go from there. And our next normal episode of Signs of the Southland will also come out on Monday if all goes to plan. Uh, so with that, let's dive into the interview. It had been long overdue for me to talk with my former classmate, almost project manager. We watched the Olympics together in class because we, because of course you watch the Olympics in class when those are happening, uh, when the Finnish hockey team is playing. Um, amongst other things, uh, I had to catch up with my dear friend Loda Mylotnin. So I'm like, let's just record it anyways, because we'll talk about the same stuff we we're going to put on here anyways. So Loda my thanks for coming on Science of the Southland. Thank you for having me. I'm excited. We talked, you were by, what was it? Back when I had a different podcast, when I was at, when we were both at Tech, I think you're only like my fourth or fifth guest I had had at that point. So this is, this is reaching back into the very early days. I think we'll do better than we did that one time. Uh, what do you mean? We did great. Like, we did great. It was good. It was great. good. I think we did a good <laughs> job. Um, Let's not talk about the game that we talked about that day, which was that Kansas game. Um, what game? Yeah. We yeah don't even that didn't happen. Game. You never went to California to play basketball. That was not <laughs> a thing. That did not happen. Um, yeah. Let's okay. Let's last time I saw you physically, I think was oh, it was when I, I bought the pair of shoes off of you. Um, yeah, I, think I had I had COVID, so like, and you were leaving, I think, the next day. And I remember Sarah was driving you around. Um, you had COVID, like, I had COVID, yeah. So that's why I'm like, we like, I was just like, we, you did, oh my god, that, that shouldn't go in there. Like, I didn't, I didn't see you then. Like, <laughs> no, no, it was fine. I, I was masked and everything, it was good. I'm still wearing the shoes, they are like, I've almost worn through the tread, but I have, okay. we are, I think it's only got, I think the life of those shoes are only a couple months left. But people like those shoes, so thank you for letting me buy them from you. Which shoes uh, they were the gold ones, or the white, it was the white ones with the gold stripes, uh, and like the tire tread on the bottom. Okay, I don't remember, but I'm I'm glad you have great shoes to wear. <laughs> like they match, they match with my other tech gear, so that's why I, mm. they work really well. Okay, perfect. Uh, so since you guys, so you we both graduated May 2022. Um, tell us, I guess, what you did right after that. I I know you went back to Europe, so like, give me the give me the rundown of like May 2022 to when you know you're going to be supposedly playing in Belgium. Yeah. Okay. So okay, now it's. Wait, it's August. No, it's September 2023. I'm like, yeah. What what year is it? What day is it? Who am I? Where am I? <laughs> so yeah, I graduated a year and a half ago. Um, and I went back home. Um, my dream has always been to play pro. So after graduating college, that was what I wanted to do. 
And so I went home after graduating, played with my national team that summer. We had some friendly games um, and trained with them uh, during the camps. And then I signed my first pro contract uh, to Belgium uh, to play EuroLeague and the uh, Belgium League. Um, And then unfortunately, I got injured in the beginning of the season. Um, So then I rehabbed last year. And now I'm back. I played this summer also again with my national team. And we went to uh, this competition called uh, World University Games organized by this organization called FISU, FISU. And we actually got a bronze medal there, which was, yeah. So it was historic for my national team. Um, I think no um, team sport has won a medal in that in that tournament for my country because we're also a small country. So, right. um, yeah, it was really cool. Uh, this summer was really good for me and my um, national team, like training wise and had a good team chemistry and everything. Um, and yeah, and then after after summer, I signed with uh, a team called Cari Laseo here in Spain. And now I'm here. So we're starting our season this week. Um, and yeah, we play Barca, like we play these three girls who also played in Miami when I was there, mm-hmm. um, Destiny Harden, Carla and uh, Lola Pendande. And so it's going to be fun to like see some familiar faces. And I actually played with a former Georgia Tech yes. player, played there last year, uh, Cameron Schwartz. So we became teammates. Unfortunately, unfortunately we didn't, weren't lucky enough to play at Tech at the same time, but this year we are, and I'm really happy because, like, I played against her for three years, but right, yeah. she's a really cool person, and, like, you know, we kind of know each other, but we never, like, got to know each other well. Just so barely now, missed, yeah, just barely missed yeah, by a couple barely months there. Missed. And now we connected, so, yeah, it's been cool. And That's fantastic. That team is great, so, yeah, there's a little rundown. Of- it's going to be really cool to see. Hopefully, I'll get to watch them. Hopefully, I'll try to. I need to find out if I can watch any of your games in Atlanta, but either way, it'll be interesting to see how you all pair up because there might, I think there's some compliments there in terms of she shoots everything and then you can do a little bit of everything, which is really cool. Um, yeah. Let's, all right. Great rundown. Uh, <laughs> I guess let's go piece by piece here. I, I, I remember when you said, what was it? It was Mechelen that you signed with initially yeah. in Belgium, right? And I just found that eight, the fact that they were called the kangaroos was like my favorite thing ever. <laughs> like that they full, full out went through that as a mascot. For those that don't know, you don't end up playing all that much for Mechelen just because of an injury. Um, and so I'm curious uh, specifically about the rehab process because injuries for athletes are a much more different thing than for normal folks uh, just because, like, your body is effectively your trade. Uh, so I'm curious if you can shed any light on what rehabbing as an athlete specifically is like. Yeah, um, obviously as an athlete, like, like you said, it's your livelihood. So you take... like everything counts how you sleep how you eat how you train and like rehabbing is part of training so it's like you getting yourself better every day um there's no off days really you um you really like take care of your uh take care of your body in every possible in every way possible um so like for me it was like a lot of weights a lot of getting in shape in different ways um yeah, just like stretching, taking care of my body, like yeah. Um, and definitely, I think the biggest difference is that it is your livelihood. Like, right. uh, so you don't just take it for 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 granted. Um, 
and even if you like, even if you don't get an injury, I feel like we take, like we work with our bodies. Right. Yeah. So even like during the season, like all the time, I feel like it's like a me- mechanism in me where I'm thinking like all the time, like every day, like I need to stretch. I need right, to, right. how am I feeling here? Like, do I need, do I need to like get treatment? Do I, do I like, am I sore? Like, do I need to ask for yeah. something to help with the soreness or like just nor- small stuff like that? Um, but definitely it's, it's different when you like, you have to perform with your body. So, so yes, you take, you take every, every day, like seriously, yeah. honestly. So you're basically, it's, it's your same process. You're just adapting, I guess, what the data, adapting it to the situation you're in, in that case. Yeah, basically. And like, I've been fortunate enough to have like really good people around me. Like if something, if something is bothering, like you can always like, call the physio you can always call like and to like they will help you because they are like that's their job honestly obviously but um at the same time like I'm so grateful for like that even like here in the team and everywhere like at tech like everywhere like if I ever needed anything like yeah there are these people like and they're and I trust the professionals to like always like help me with that like on game days to stretch me or like do activations and all that stuff so like yeah I feel like for every athlete it's really important to like take care of your body because that's how you can perform the best and we're all like super competitive so for us to win we have to be in the like best shape possible yeah I have a question about like first day like almost like first day at school vibes was it different to show up to feel different to show up to a pro team on your first day than it did like show up maybe with a national team or a tech on your first day um well, I don't know. I, I guess it depends on the person. Like for me, I feel like I've been to so many new situations like that where I was just like so excited to yeah. be like a new team, like with new people, like the new atmosphere, like um meet all the meet everyone. Um and I feel like I wasn't that nervous because I knew there was also there's a lot of other people also who are like who just arrived everybody's in the same situation we're just starting the season new people yep. it's like everybody's a little bit okay we are here what's going on um maybe I, I mean going to college I was younger I was going to the other side of the world to a whole whole different culture like to the states um there was always obviously like upperclassmen like all, all these people who've already been there yeah um so it was in that in that sense it was different um and then yeah I mean even even I I moved away from home when I was 15 I went to a sports high school so even that I had also like that experience under my belt where I Mm -hmm. had to like go to a whole new place at the age of 15 yeah um so like I feel like those experiences just make me like more um okay with going to a new environment um but yeah I mean every place I've went to it's always different because it's a different place, different people, different kinds of cultures. And I love it, honestly. Um, I feel like I'm a people person. So I love to just vibe with people and know yeah. how they are. Like somebody likes to knit and somebody <laughs> likes to go have coffee and somebody just, everybody has their own thing, you yeah. know? So I think that's a really cool thing. And even like playing pro or just traveling like with basketball, it's I've been like, that's one of my favorite things to just 
meet all these cool people like yeah. you too like yeah. how would we ever met if i didn't come to tech because of basketball yeah. yeah no for sure was that school you mentioned at 15 was that in finland or did you have to travel elsewhere for that yeah that was in finland so that was in helsinki finland okay. um yeah because i'm from a small town called or it's not that small at least if you ask my grandma but <laughs> well <laughs> compared to atlanta it's a little smaller um but it's still cool if anybody ever wants to visit it's called lappenranta so I'm from there. How do you spell um, that? I'm going to look it up while you're talking. Yeah. Okay. Well, good luck with that. Okay. L-A-P-E-N-R-A-N-T-A. Yeah. Oh, okay. Cool. Here we go. Yeah. Okay. There we go. Rata. Okay. Oh, oh, it's on the water. Everything's on the water. Yeah. Again, but this it's looks- on the lake. Yeah. We're really nature-y, um, nature town. And yeah, I know like the Georgia Tech website always said like Helsinki. And then like my friends in Finland were like, you're not from Helsinki. Why is it Helsinki? And how I'm far like, away? Hold on, I gotta look well, how far away so from it. Oh, too. it is not close to Helsinki. Oh my goodness. No, it's wow. two and a half hours. Yeah, drive. this is you're closer to St. Petersburg than you are to Helsinki at this yeah, point. No. Yeah, no. Okay. My grandma goes to when when there when the war was like when everything was good with the war and everything, yeah. with the political situation. My grandma would drive to Russia to get gas, honestly. Really? Okay. Yeah, it's like twenty minutes from the we're like twenty minutes from the border. Right, yep. Yeah, okay. Yeah, there it is. Okay. Yeah. This is very interesting. All right, cool. And you have an airport and little these little islands. Yeah, oh, man. Really All right, cool. this looks amazing to visit. All right, maybe this will, we might put this on the summer bucket list. We'll see. Okay, that's cool. I mean, so yeah, basically, okay. So yeah, a lot of new, yeah, a lot of newness. All that. So your your constant has been newness. It sounds like it just yeah, a bunch of different places all the time. Um, which is I mean, yeah, that's I I have not had that experience. I've been in Atlanta since two thousand one. Like new places, no. Go, I yeah. go places, but like going regularly traveling that much and restart, maybe not restarting, but just getting new starts is, I guess, also a particularly unique thing for an athlete um, as yeah, well. Really I know. Is. Yeah. When you when, when you weren't playing basketball last year, was it I know you traveled a decent amount. Was there any favorite spots that you ended up seeing in Europe, uh, spots you hadn't seen before or anything like that? Um. Well, I went to visit Lorella to Venice. Oh, yes, and, yes. Yeah, so that was really cool. Um, I didn't really travel that much, obviously, because, like, I was still working out and still right, doing right. rehab and all that stuff um, to get back. Um, but, yeah, I, I did a little weekend trip to see Lorella. Um, and then what else did I do? Well, this summer I visited the team in Barcelona. Mm-hmm. Um, right yeah Jordan Tech team get, came for their foreign tour so I went to visit them that was really cool um which I actually live like two and a half hours from Barcelona now so oh nice crazy. that's convenient yeah that's really, really cool um but yeah I would say the Venice trip just because I hadn't seen Lorella like after graduating yeah um and then Francesca Pon also played in the same team so yes yes that's right yeah, so that was really cool I, I mean it if was you go, if you guys play each other but... that will be the funniest thing yeah. A quarter of the people on the floor are all from the same team in Atlanta. That would be the yeah. That would be amazing. I'm, it could happen because I mean my team plays Euro Cup, right? And their yeah. Team plays the Euro Cup, so I don't know how the playoffs go, but if we get to that point, like yeah, that would be interesting. That would be really cool. So, I yeah, know. I do not know enough about that to give an answer there. Um, is there? Tell me, uh, for someone who plays on a, on a national team and on a club team at this at, at basically at the same time, are there any noticeable differences for you in terms of like how you approach those two teams? Um, 
is there a more unique energy that comes out when you get to play for Finland than we do for your club team? Uh, yes, it's definitely different. Um, for my like my national team is like, like my identity, like my yeah. my country. Um, there's a lot, there's a lot of um, like it's personal in a lot of ways. Right. Um, like I've represented my country since I was like a teenager. Oh, oh, oh yeah, when I was teaching. Yeah, see, okay. I mean, oops. <laughs> Spanish <laughs> came out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, since I was a teenager, and so. I mean, I have a lot of friends, like, I know all my friends since, I don't even know how long, like, with my national team, because we played together yeah. for so long. Um, like, every summer, like, my national team is really good about training their players during the offseason also. So, I have a place to train. Um, so, I'm, like, with the staff and with the players every summer. And then we play the European Championship qualifiers in, like, November and February. That's how you, like qualify mm -hmm. for the European championships here in Europe. So yeah. you have your summer with them and then you play the games during during the season. Um so yes, it's definitely it's definitely um different. Um I would say for a pro team it's like it's your family during like it's really your family like throughout the year. And it's like mm -hmm. it's you go to a new place. Okay, sometimes you're fortunate enough to be in the same team for like two to three even more years. Yeah. So your identity also um for me this is like my first year really so um we'll see we'll see how it feels how it goes mm -hmm. I honestly I do have a really good feeling about this small like this town and about my team and about how like connected everything is so mm -hmm. I think I'm gonna build a really like personal bond here also but yeah that like you you build like with your pro teams you build it like throughout the season on obviously because like you're with them all the time so and yeah. when it's a good place you're gonna yeah you learn to love it and I feel like I'm gonna I'm gonna love this place um but definitely it's the difference between a national team because it's like part of you really. right yeah and in game I imagine you feel you're feeling that as well a little, a little bit differently because I mean it, the the amount I guess the, how you put like the amount of which what what you are fighting for in terms of your identity versus your professional team like that in game does that is there a is there a different sense of passion going on like when you're physically actually doing the basketball yeah i and for me personally no like okay. i'm so competitive that you have that sense of identity also with your club team like right, right. you're part of that club and and you like you pl you play to win for that club so it's like you put everything like in your power to win that game and yeah. it's like if you're not an athlete it kind of sounds crazy but it's like when you like you just love to win and you love to compete so much and when you're competing with people like good people like kind of it's weird to say but like your family like you're competing yeah. you're like best friends it becomes like something special and I do feel it also in like right. a club team and like I like Georgia Tech for sure and like so I wouldn't say like in the game situation I don't I wouldn't say it's it's different like you mm. approach every game the same I mean, obviously, if it's like, like, yes, there's a different vibe when you go to playoffs or when right, you go right. to final or like when you play in the European Championship qualifiers with your country, it's like you are like extra focused. You're like, I wouldn't say it's like different in the situation, but in a way, the European Championships are something like really special to us. And it's mm -hmm. also like 
my country has never like I've never been there because we're such a small country and like Europe is full of countries so yeah. it's pretty yeah. hard to get there yeah um so you know in a sense yes that like those games are really important for us but like I wouldn't say there's still def- probably a different kind of way to approach it if yeah. that makes sense no yeah that does no yeah it does for sure um once you're playing you're just playing like just go yeah and, and exactly it, you're so. just playing yeah at that point that makes sense yeah um are there any other league outside of like the scouting film that you have to watch and following your own league? Are there any other other leagues that you follow just for the sake of the, just like basketball? Not that you're keeping tabs on what's going on with them. Yeah. Um. Now, when I'm in Europe, I follow a lot of like European basketball too. Right. Um. Like like I mentioned earlier, like my team now plays Euro Cup. So in fin- mm-hmm. so in uh Europe, you play Euro League is like the best league where tier, the best like teams yeah tier one yeah play. yeah. Um, you could kind of compare it to like NBA, okay. NBA Euroleague yeah. Yeah. here. Um, and then we have Euro Cup, and then you have the uh, like the teams of the countries, which are like super good. Like it depends, like France, Spain, Hungary, Poland, yeah, Turkey, Russia, like before the war and everything. Yeah, with yep. like the top um countries israel with like the top leagues Mm -hmm. um italy also anyways um so i follow a lot of those games um i mainly i follow like like euro league euro cup um and then obviously like venice because i have a lot of friends who play oh it's called the team so i follow them um a lot and then there was the european championships for oh sorry the world cup for men yeah, that, yeah, that was recently. Yeah. Yeah. So like obviously I follow I watch all those games. Um European Championships always follow. Um, but also I do follow college basketball, um, and the WNBA. So this year I'm gonna say I haven't followed the W that much, but now when the college season is gonna start, like I I'm starting to follow that. Yeah. Um, and obviously like keeping up with the tech girls, um, because it's like my alma mater, mater, whatever you say. <laughs> us so <laughs> so i follow them and then like watch the march madness last year like wow it was yeah it was that was insane. that was nuts that was that was nuts yeah um and like yeah so we have okay this is a weird detail but go for it so in europe we have this um it's kind of like pickleball but it's called bottle so okay. it's like pickleball it's the same but it's like in a box really oh and yeah, so you play pickleball, but you like you can like the ball can like come off the walls and like you can keep oh, hitting. It's like squash, so kind of like squash. It's like a mix of squash and pickleball because okay. it's like against two people. You still have a like, net. You still have a net, but you're in a box. Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay, interesting. Yes. Yeah, I know. Interesting. Huh. So, like, me and my friends like are all about it. So I watched like some of some of that also. So interesting. But yeah. I watch that sometimes too. The pickle the pickleball craze has not stopped here. Um Yeah. Everybody's at, crazy about at, it. at all. I see it on ES like on ESPN streaming. I'm like, what? This is on <laughs> this okay. I, I it just it just happens. So I mean Yeah. It's it it's gotten big. I think Trey Young just invested in the Atlanta team, just like I think I saw that today. Oh. So yeah, all, all the okay. big athletes just keep buying all the teams. Um uh, I want to hear about your time in China because I know that bronze medal certainly meant a lot to y'all. Um and play it. So give me, give me the lowdown. Of, so you said the World University Games run by Faisu. I, I guess give me the lowdown on what what that tournament is because that was new to me when I saw saw it was happening. Is this like 
an in, is it an invite? Do you have to qualify for this? How do you, how do you actually get into this tournament? And then give me, I guess, also give me like how it felt to be playing in that as well. Yeah. So I think I'm not sure, but I think you need to be invited to it. Okay. Usually the best eight from the last tournament go like immediately or like mm -hmm. get there like automatically, and then I think they take a certain amount of rest of the countries to play. Okay. But basically, it's like it's a world university games, and it's it's um organized by this federation called FISU. Mm -hmm. uh, Federation Internacional, so International Student uni University. I don't so, know so, something. Yes, something, something, something. Yeah, but you got the point. So yeah, yeah. Um. So, what was your question? <laughs> uh, I. What was my question? Uh, I'm also looking. I guess. Oh, quali qualifying for it. So you said it was invite based, or did y'all have yeah. to play? So y'all y'all yeah. didn't have to play games to get into this. You were just no. got to go. Okay, gotcha. Exactly. Yeah, it was invite based. Um. And so, yes. Yeah, I think this year we had a total of 12 teams. Uh, certain teams um, canceled some, for some reason. Um, gotcha. But it was 12 teams. We got third. Uh, we played Japan in the semifinals. They were a really good team. A good challenge for us. Um, and then in the bronze medal game, we played uh, Chinese Taipei um, and beat them. And yeah, it was a bunch of good games, honestly, like with my national, it was a really big thing for my national team, but it was also a way for us to like prepare for the qualifying well, uh, yeah. yeah, because we got like a good summer uh, together um, and got those games under our belt. And like, obviously it was like a international tournament and we got a medal from it. So that's always a like, that's always a something to be prideful of. And so, yeah, it was really cool. And yeah, it was in China, so I've never been there before. Totally yeah, Chengdu, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, it was really cool. Did what? What did I guess, to go even more nitty gritty about your own your own game? Did you have? Like, I guess well, that was that was one of the first times you were like playing playing too, post injury. So like, get, what, what when you take that long a break? What does that feel like to like actually do play again? And and it seemed like I mean I wasn't able to watch many these games, but it seemed like you were playing pretty well too. So I assume that had to be. Of one of the better feelings you've had in a while. Yeah, definitely was. So, like, I actually played before that tournament. So okay, I good. played. Yeah, so we had like friendly games with okay. my national team that summer. So I played those friendly games, um, that summer earlier, and like I had been like training for for a while before mm -hmm. the game. So like I was ready, um, because like yes, I wanted to be like fully ready, um, but yes, like not signing for like the end of the season last year and yeah. actually like getting better uh basketball wise and everything um and then playing the games this summer yes it was it was it was an amazing feeling honestly and like even to do with my national team like wow i mean yeah i remember i think i like like in the games like that summer i was just like i was just having fun honestly yeah. and like, yeah i mean I felt like I felt really good in my body. Like I felt like I was in a great shape. Um, I felt like, like I had gotten better because I actually had like uh, worked hard and stuff. And so, yeah, to do it with my friends and like, and then in the summer with a medal. Yeah. It was something like really special to me. So what did, the, yeah. did I, were y'all getting extra attention at home once y'all were getting closer to possibly winning a medal? 
Yeah. So yeah, actually, um, our federation and some people like when we came back, like there were people at the airport waiting for oh, us. Nice. Yeah, and like there was some like newspaper writing about us, and and like honestly, women's basketball is not that big in Finland yet. Um, I mm. hope we can like, grow the sport, but to see people writing about us and like coming to the airport to see us, like it really showed that like wow, like it was really great and like cool to see. So. So yeah, we yeah we were getting like some attention at home. That's sure. nice. That's good. I'm gl- glad y'all did. Y'all definitely would deserve that for any international medal. Far different from us, where if we don't win, we're just like, what the hell? Like <laughs> it's we we have very it's kind of twisted here in America how much we expect out of our own team uh, for basically anything. Uh, you guys switch- I like it. Huh? Yeah, you guys are competitive. I like it. You're we are competitive. Yeah, settle for like second place. No, I mean, yeah, we 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 lose one time, and LeBron's like, "All right, I'm back." Yeah, took, took one thing. So that yeah, the the uh, Paris is going to be quite interesting to see how that all goes down. Let's let's switch to your team now. Uh, so you're about you got you're you playing Barca this week. And I pulled up y'all's schedule. Uh, well, you got sixteen team conference, which is cool. Um, tell me about have you have you learned anything about? What is there? Is there like a uniquely Spanish way of playing? Like I know in soccer, like each country kind of has their identity of like how they like they Dutch football, very very in German football, very very stagnant, not stagnant, but like very very mechanical. Spanish yeah. football much more free flowing. Is bas- does the basketball have like similar flavors depending on the country you go? Yes, a little bit. Yes, so this the traditional what I've heard about the Spanish league and what I've noticed. Uh, until now like during the preseason and everything um it's really fast mm-hmm. um so you it's fast paced but it's also physical mm-hmm. um players here are, are um what's the word like have a lot of skill skillful yeah skilled they're okay, skilled they're, yes they're skilled yes i'm a little for so yeah um they're skilled um and really smart um like they make the right decision on the court and um yeah, you have to be alert all the time. But I would say the biggest difference to college sports, if there's like something to compare to, is the speed. Mm-hmm. So like you go back and forth way more. Um, there's a lot of more possessions. I would say like college is sometimes like a bit like not that good of a spacing. We play mm-hmm. in this like smaller area. Um, it's way more physical, more like true one on one, like one versus yeah. one playing. Um, as in here, it's like you try to create an advantage like before you get the ball numbers advantage yeah 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 like you just keep moving all the time so i would say that's that's a big difference and like obviously it's always different to go from college to pro level because when you're a pro like everybody's good so there's not a team that's everybody like every team every 12 players can play ball so you're not going to get away with an off night as often as you maybe used to be able to yeah definitely like yes no like college is also very competitive and like yeah but then there's like college is like competitive and everybody's good but then there's like pros and it's mm. like another step so yeah. but i'm like honestly really excited about it because that also means that like i need to step up and get right. better and right. get like i will develop in like an environment where you get challenged so yeah but i would say the speed is probably the speed the thing okay. of spain that's cool that's cool i would yeah, I mean, they're what their teams. They'd be some of their bigger NBA players that have been Spanish. They're definitely of the they 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 weren't known to be uh like just tall like centers that just bully balled at the net or anything like that. Like they were yeah. all they 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 all did a lot of that similar stuff. So 
uh, Ricky Rubio comes to mind. Uh, yeah, he's yeah, like for example, Ricky Rubio, he's like he's a um he's a guard who's super skilled. Like yeah, he gives great like crazy bad passes, and it's like that's how Spanish players are. They're like super skilled, but it's also like uh, IQ. Like mm-hmm. you know, like right. where to pass the ball, but you also are skilled to like do it in like these all these different ways. Like like you're not in a hurry in a way because like you play fast. It's hard to explain. It's like you play fast, but the game slows down for you because right. you like see this, see what's going on on the yeah, court. Yeah, it's much more, much more about court vision and being in the right spot ahead of yeah. time and letting letting the game play out in front of you than forcing forcing the issue. Right. Right. Yeah. That makes yeah. that makes sense. Okay. Cool. I think uniquely enough, I think Atlanta United soccer team is starting to play more like that recently. Uh, huh. So seeing that Sorry. more there. Is there is there a Finnish brand of basketball? Is, have you all developed that? Is that do you, do you all have yeah. like a way that you feel like this is how we are going to play every game? So our identity is definitely with my national team. Like we're good shooters, um, but we're also like nitty gritty. Like uh, not nitty gritty. It's like we're like these little. So we have this saying in Finland. We're like these little dogs who like hmm. don't leave you alone. Oh yes. Every time we catch a ball, we're like right there. We like pressure the ball full court. You're pesky, like, yeah. We're pesky, yeah. That's the word. I would say pesky is our identity, okay. really. Yeah, because when you're a small country, like, kind of have to make up for like not like we don't have the biggest players. Right. We don't have the the most like fastest players. Like, yeah, we have a couple, but it's like there's countries that like can just choose from a pool of hundred to right. get twelve. Like, we don't have that, so we like. Yeah to find our ways to like win games so we're just like pesky always there like we have a great fight like great energy like um don't give up ever um i don't know if any of like listeners watch me play college basketball but i feel like that's how i also play so if that if anybody like wants to know how finnish national team plays it's like how i play no that checks out with how good y'all's defense was uh yeah last year all year so that that absolutely aligns with what i saw y'all do definitely Um, Let's switch back. Uh, talking about tech. Let's before I wrap up. Let's switch back to some like I don't know stuff that you miss about tech. Maybe. Uh, I, yeah. Let. Uh, what can I tell you that you maybe might might not know about campus right now? Oh, student centers redone. Um, okay. It looks much better than the old one. Wow. Um, the ceiling is not exposed anymore because it's normal. <laughs> uh, unlike the old one. A uh, lot more walking space. They redid the campanile. Um, there's still okay. a water. There's still a water feature, but it's not the same. Uh, and then they've changed some of the food up and stuff like that. Um, is there a part of being in Atlanta or on campus that comes that, like, I, I assume you and Cam are going to have stories, stories to exchange. Um, yeah. As you all hang out more and more, but is there a part of being at tech that's like, ah, crap, I wish I still had that right now. Yeah. Um, well, there's a lot of things that I loved about tech and campus. Obviously, like it's a really green campus, like coming from Finland, like yeah. that was a big deal for me. Like, I would go read on like the tech green sometimes or like, mm-hmm. um, and okay. About the student center. Like I really wanted to see it be ready. So <laughs> I do, now, I do. Like, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to come visit because of the, because of the student center. That's okay. All. Good. Good. I don't know. Just kidding. Uh, for everybody <laughs> else. Also. Um, I don't know. I was just like, there's not like a specific thing about campus, but I would say like overall, like just the skyline of, Atlanta and yeah. like when the sun goes down and it's like you see the sky like I, I lived at the mark um mm-hmm. which is a student house like next to the camp next to campus and like yeah. I just remember like these 
amazing like sunsets every night like that you could see like that had, that building had a great view yeah if you're high enough up yeah. in one of those bigger student houses like off-campus student housing apartments yeah you can get some very very yeah. good views definitely and um one of my favorite things during the preseason was the volleyball games for sure yep yep i'm a sports junkie also so like <laughs> That place had a great atmosphere. Um, and yeah, I just heard they played at McCamish. So 5,300 people. Were yeah. At the game. Wow. Let's go. Let's yeah. go. So yeah. Um, that was great. Um, what else? Well, those are just like things that come to mind now, but yeah. Miss Tech for sure. It was fun. It's, it's such a fun time. I, I don't miss yeah. having to be in classes anymore as much as it was fun to be in class with you. I've done with that. I've done with that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I missed that also. I mean, loved our senior year. Our little Olympic, watching the Olympic session. That was so fun. That was that was. So I know. Fun. I was like, honestly, I was like super excited that somebody's watching women's ice hockey. And yeah. I was like, yeah, man. you watching Finland play women's ice hockey? I'm like, let's was the, go. Was that the only game on at nine in the morning? Yes, that's also <laughs> true. Uh, we should have told... Yeah. We should have just should have told our professor just like to put it on because you know Professor Fuller, please put the Olympics on yes. in August next semester for your kids. They they will all love it. Um, <laughs> I think it's the first time I mentioned Professor Fuller on this podcast too. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. The uh, I mean, for those that don't know, we were both uh, strategy and innovation majors at Tech, and I with and that was a very relatively new concentration at Scheller. It only started the year I got to Tech in 2017, and so we were one of the still one of the first few classes to graduate out of that. Um, but with kind of how the you're supposed to take a lot of the same classes together, I think in like the first couple of years, like the general, like everyone takes these certain, like everyone takes accounting, everyone takes finance, uh, legal aspects and stuff like that. Um, and so there's a larger pool. But then in those last couple of years, when you really get into your concentration, you get the, you, you you close in on a certain group of folks. Um, and so I think that last year and a half, I think when we all got that was really cool for us at Scheller. Um, yeah, and we had, we had a good group. Yeah, I would definitely say it was, yeah, we had a really good group. Um, Also, like, mi missing the classes, like, our junior year because of COVID, it was, mm -hmm. like, I think it even, like, amplified it more. Like, no, I think I think you're know, right, yeah, because we were, like, yeah. aware of, like, who else was kind of there on all the yeah. all the calls, but then you were, like, oh, wait a second, that's you, okay, and then it, right. it just kept rolling, yeah. So that's Like, I've seen your name on the screen, but now you're a person. You now know? you get it, yes, yes, that, that happened, there was a lot of that, yeah. Yeah. Um, so that was great. Um, well, I don't want to keep you for too long. I also definitely not doing my day job right now because this is better. <laughs> um, of mine, thanks for so much for hanging out. Hope to see you again in America at some point, or I'll be in Europe. I might be in Europe next summer, so maybe I see you first over there. We'll find out. Um, All right, so either way, thanks for hanging out. <laughs>